You're listening to Grounded, a podcast by the Oregon Department of Energy. Welcome back, Grounded listeners. We are in Portland for our latest episode, talking with TriMet, the metro area's public transit agency. I'd like to welcome today's guest. I'm Tia York, the public information officer for TriMet. TriMet has been helping Oregonians on the move for 50 years, and they've been on the leading edge of sustainability and transportation. Today, we're talking about the agency's latest electric bus pilot, mini wind turbines, and more. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me, Tia. I've been looking forward to learning more about some of the fun energy-focused projects TriMet's been working on. Uh, But for our listeners, can you uh, start with an explanation of your agency and who you serve? TriMet is the regional public transit agency for the greater Portland metro area. We serve parts of Multnomah, Clackamas, and Washington counties. We have a 533 square mile service district, 85 bus lines, five max lines, and combined those lines provide about 310,000 daily trips. So if you think about it, TriMet is equivalent to the second largest city in Oregon. That's a lot of trips. Do you know how many people that translates to? We estimate that that number of trips takes more than 200,000 cars off the road each day. So with people coming and going and some people taking multiple trips, it does decrease the number a little bit. But we do estimate that it's reducing car volume by about 200,000 trips each day. That's a big deal because not only is that you know reducing greenhouse gas emissions because there are fewer cars on the road, but I imagine it also helps the traffic situation a little. It does help the traffic situation a little, and that's one of the benefits of public transit. The more people who ride, the more cars we take off the road. And not only does it help on the congestion side of things, but it also helps for freight to move through faster and for the community to get where they need to go faster. That gives them the ability to spend more time with their family or to do other things that they want to do. So it really improves the quality of life of everyone in the region, whether you're a rider or not. TriMet's been serving the Tri-County area for a long time, and it seems like sustainability has been a really important focus of TriMet services. Why is that important? TriMet turns 50 this year, as a matter of fact, and sustainability is at our core. So as we talk about why sustainability is important to TriMet, I'd like to take a moment to speak to your listeners and ask them if sustainability is important to them. And if it is, are they riding transit? This is an open invitation. If you haven't been on our system in a while, or if you have never been on our system, to stop and give it a try. A lot of people think transit can't work for them, that their lives are too busy, and they just don't have time to make it work. Take a moment, go to trimet.org, put in your starting destination and your ending destination, and see if transit can work for you so that you can do your part to make our community more livable and to reduce carbon emissions and get more cars off the road. I wanted to also share a personal story with that. I am a a working mother and I take the Max to work every day. My ride, I live in Milwaukee, Oregon. My ride from Milwaukee to downtown Portland is 20 minutes. When I was in my car, it was taking me 25 to 35 minutes. I was contributing to the congestion problem. I was more stressed and I was losing about an hour in my day just being in my car. So those are some of the benefits of giving transit a try. You'll get out, you'll walk, you'll bike, you'll have time to sit on the train, check your email, text with family, listen to a podcast, watch your favorite show. So not only does it reduce congestion, but it also improves your life, reduces your stress level, and you you may get some exercise in there as well. 
A lot of people from Portland may remember Fairless Square, and that was an opportunity for people to ride in a certain area of Portland without paying fare. And that came about specifically in 1975 in response to the Federal Clean Air Act. So TriMet has been involved in these sustainability efforts for decades and decades and decades. Sustainability also contributes to our commitment to equity through the Civil Rights Act and Title VI. TriMet has a number of initiatives where we try to ensure that low-income populations and communities of color are not disproportionately impacted by air pollution. And that includes our now 700 buses that are on the street. We don't want to create these pollution pockets where these disadvantaged communities may be more subject to air pollution. So TriMet has a number of initiatives to address that. One is our bus distribution. Like I said, we have 700 buses, we have three bus garages, and different bus routes originate from these different garages. All eight of our hybrid buses serve Line 72, which is 82nd Avenue up onto Killingsworth, where there are a number of low-income populations and communities of color. All of our new buses are based out of our Powell garage, which is at 92nd and Powell in Southeast Portland, another area of our city that could be considered disadvantaged. We are also rebuilding our Powell garage. And as we rebuild that garage, we're building it with battery electric technology. So that garage out there in East Portland will be one of those equipped to handle the electric buses and to deploy the electric buses into communities on our east side that have been traditionally disadvantaged. Well, that's a great segue into the next thing I want to talk about are these electric buses. You know, TriMet uh, has reached some important milestones in the last year. Tell me about how those electric buses were added to your fleet. So there are a number of ways to answer that question. One thing I'd like to recognize is the state's passage of House Bill 2017, Keep Oregon Moving. One of the initiatives in that legislation is for TriMet to explore emerging technologies like electric and natural gas and even hydrogen electric technology. TriMet has been exploring emerging and more sustainable technologies for decades. We purchased our first two diesel electric hybrid vehicles in 2002, four more in 2012, and the last four in 2015 with a grant from the FTA's Clean Fuels Program. While the first two were retired, the remaining eight hybrids continue to run, as I said, serving Line 72 Killingsworth 82nd, which serves a disproportionately high percentage of low-income and communities of color who are affected by high emissions from transportation and industry. TriMet has made a commitment to transition to a 100% non-diesel bus fleet by 2040. By that time, we expect our bus fleet to be well over 1,000 buses. We're at 700 now. It speaks a little bit to why it takes so much time to get there. It's really important to understand that this battery electric technology is still emerging. So as we bring these electric buses onto our fleet, we are really testing the technology in real world conditions because there are no case studies. 
There's no transit agency that's had a battery electric bus in its fleet for 12 years. Our buses can be on the street for 18 to 20 years, and when we're making these major investments, right now electric buses cost about a million dollars a bus. When we're making these major investments with public funds, we need to make sure that the technology delivers and that we can maintain the level of service that our riders expect. So that's sort of the groundwork. People get really excited about electric bus, but I'd like to highlight our max light rail system, which is 100% electric, and it came to Portland in 1986. I like to think to myself that Max is my electric car, essentially. So that electric technology is out there, and we see it performing very well, and our Max system provides about 123,000 of those trips. That's a great point that TriMet has really been a leader and started out with that electricity right from the beginning. And so the MAX is providing all of these rides with far fewer greenhouse gas emissions than vehicles or regular diesel buses. And I think that's that's huge. Yeah, it really is. And our first MAX line opened in 1986, so we've been doing it for a while. Now to the electric fleet. So we've currently purchased five electric buses and we'll add five more in the next year. The buses were funded with a federal grant, plus a tremendously innovative partnership with Portland General Electric. The low no grant that the FTA provided initially allowed us to purchase four buses. But PGE came in and said, look, we'll provide the charging infrastructure and maintain it for your electric fleet. And that allowed us to buy a fifth bus. And then we received another low no grant that's low or no emissions to purchase the five buses that are planned for the next year. If you go to Sunset Transit Center, you will see the overhead charger that PGE installed there. It's the most powerful overhead charger in the United States. And our buses are electric buses. Right now, there are only two electric buses in service. They serve Line 62 Murray Boulevard in Washington County. You'll see them stopped at Sunset Transit Center, and that's where they charge. So the operator takes a break, he hooks up the bus to the charger, and it gets a charge to continue on its route. And about how long does it take for the bus to fully charge? Those chargers are so powerful that you say fully charged, but really it's just a top off. Oh, sure. So as they're making a, their route, it's a 23 mile round trip route. The bus fully charged goes about 80 miles. And so if they stop there, let's say every every time they go through Sunset Transit Center and charge, so they're just topping off and then they continue on their route. We also have chargers at our Merlot operating facility, which is where those buses are based right now. But we're not even using those chargers. We're just using the powerful overhead charger right now. How are the drivers taking it? Do they oh, do they love it? They love it. Yeah. Just the, the way the bus moves, it takes some adjustment, but they really love the acceleration and deceleration. The buses are incredible incredibly quiet. There's no diesel fume smell. It's a really enjoyable ride if you haven't been out there. Both buses are serving Line 62 Murray Boulevard. We hope to add another three in the next few weeks and you'll have a really good chance if you ride Line 62 that you'll get to experience one of these buses or hang out at Sunset Transit Center and just wait till it charges and hop on and you'll
you'll be able to experience it. That sounds like a fun field trip. <laughs> have you have you gotten feedback from the writers? Do they have they noticed a difference or? You know what? I haven't really looked into that so much. I know the environmental community in Oregon is clamoring for us to transition to this technology. And again, what I'd like to stress is that it's still emerging. And when we made our commitment to non-diesel, it is non-diesel. There could be other technologies that lower carbon emissions that work for us. We had a hydrogen fuel cell bus come to Portland and we took a look at that and we're kind of kicking the tires. Can this work for us? One of the challenges, as I said, we serve a 533 square mile area. And so having the charging structure placed in the right places so that we can ensure reliable service. That is our mission, to provide safe, reliable transit service. So we have to make sure that the technology that we're using matches up to that. I think that's a great point. And at the Oregon Department of Energy, we are talking about that technology all the time, and it is so fast moving. When you just look at the the prices of batteries, for example, how far they've fallen in just the last 20 years, and hopefully they'll fall even more and make it an easier opportunity to get more buses on the road. And I think hats off to TriMet for getting out ahead of this and being a leader and showing that it can be done. And this partnership with Portland General Electric is just really amazing. And I think it matches the values of the people who live in the area and who are riding your buses. And I think that's worth celebrating for sure. So can you tell me a little bit about the buses themselves? What model are they? The official name of our first five battery electric buses is the New Flyer Excelsior Charge Zero Emission Bus. New Flyer is the manufacturer, and the buses were built at the company's facility in Anniston, Alabama, so they're American-made. The buses are equipped with all of the features TriMet riders have come to expect, including ADA accessibility with low floor boarding, an extension ramp, climate control, and seating for up to 40 people, and of course additional space for riders who have to stand. There's security cameras. All of these buses are also equipped with a safety panel, which is a new security feature that we're installing on all new buses and retrofitting older buses to help keep our operators safe. Like our, our diesel buses, which I would like to mention, all of our diesel buses run on B5 biodiesel. TriMet was also a pioneer in the biodiesel field. But all of these buses are about 40 feet long. I may have mentioned they run on up to 80 miles on a single charge. Our electric buses have electric motors powered by energy stored in rechargeable battery packs instead of combustion engines fueled by diesel. Like our current hybrid buses and select max trains, the electric buses have regenerative braking. What that means is when the vehicle slows down, kinetic energy is captured and can be used immediately or stored in the battery for later use. So one of the cool things I read about the buses is that not only are they electric, which means there's zero tailpipe emissions, you're also powering them with renewable wind power. How did you make that happen? When we launched this electric bus pilot program, we really wanted to put a stake in the ground and sort sort of shout from the rooftops, hey, take a look at what we're doing. So we entered PGE's Clean Wind Renewable Energy Program. In preparing for the launch, I had the opportunity to go out to PGE's Bigelow Canyon Wind Farm 
to learn how the wind is captured and converted to electricity. The turbines themselves out there are absolutely incredible. They're giant. Yes. It's crazy when you stand right next to them. They're yes. huge. Yeah, when the blade is pointing straight up, the turbine extends about 500 feet into the air. That's about a football field and a half, if you can imagine that. So it really is awesome technology. We're thrilled to be partnering with PGE and to be purchasing this wind energy, 100% wind energy for these buses. As far as we know, TriMet was the first transit agency in the country to power an electric fleet by 100% wind energy. So speaking of wind, you know, not only are you doing these incredible things with your electric buses and the MAX, you also created a really neat project where you added small wind turbines to the Tillicum Crossing Bridge in Portland. Can you tell me about that? Before I talk about the wind turbines on the bridge. I'd like to give a little bit of background on the bridge itself. It opened in September 2015 as part of the Max Orange Line project. This was the first new span to cross the Willamette River since the Fremont Bridge opened in 1975. And when it was completed, it was the longest car-free bridge in North America. It was really incredible, it's a beautiful bridge, but to be car free, to offer an avenue for pedestrians, cyclists, buses, max trains, Portland streetcar, to give them the dedicated right of way so they don't have to worry about getting stopped in congestion that keeps our system moving, that keeps our riders moving, and once again, it decreases congestion in the region. Because the bridge is so remarkable, I'd just like to take a moment to talk about some of the design elements that locals or visitors may or may not notice. The first is the cables. They actually follow the slope of Mount Hood. So if you're traveling across the bridge to the west or depending on how you're looking at it, you can see that the, the cables are actually the same sort of dimension as the mountain. The other thing that's really cool is that the towers are cut just so to match the tree line in the distance. And then the lights that you see at night on the bridge change colors based on the river's speed, depth, and water temperature. It's really cool. And the name is Telecom, which means people, tribe, and relatives. So it symbolizes relationships and people coming together, a bridge across the Willamette connecting two sides of our city. So the wind turbines were actually part of the Orange Line project, which came in under budget. So they were a project that was deferred. So after the bridge was completed, we went back to the FDA and said, we'd like to add these projects back in. It was one of the projects they said, OK, go ahead and give that a shot. I believe it was initially budgeted at $250,000, came in about $350,000. So these, we installed these 12 wind turbines on the bridge with the support of Portland State University. They're actually studying the wind turbines. And what they do right now, they essentially generate electricity for the lights that shine on the wind turbines. So they're generating electricity for their own benefit, so to speak, and so that anyone who would like to can see them working at night. But again, this is a test of technology. And if successful, it could be incorporated into future projects for TriMet. 
What other sustainability projects is TriMet working on? Well, I'd like to point to a couple of the projects that we've worked on in the past. We do have solar panels, you may have noticed, on many of our shelters along the MAX line. Many of those were installed, as I mentioned, it was a deferred project that allowed us to add more shelters to the line after it officially opened. All of those shelters have solar panels. You also may have seen this giant solar array that's in downtown Portland. Back in 2012, we once again worked with PSU to install this solar array. At the time, it was the largest in downtown. And what those solar panels do is offset energy used for lighting in two light rail electrical system buildings. And then any excess goes back into PGE's clean energy grid. Well, we love stories of Oregonians paving the way for new technologies and clean energy. And TriMet is obviously right out in front. What's next? We talked about the Max Light Rail system. We talked about Fairless Square. We talked about our hybrid electric buses, that TriMet was also a pioneer in using B5 biodiesel in our diesel fleet. Now we're looking at, in addition to expanding the electric fleet and seeing how that technology works in real world conditions, we are about to start fueling about 200 buses in our fleet with something called renewable diesel. It's also known as green diesel. And essentially what this is, as its name suggests, this is diesel that comes from sustainable, living, or recently living resources like natural fats, vegetable oils, and greases. It produces fewer emissions and results in a cleaner, low-carbon fuel. One of the beauties of this type of fuel is that it works in the engines that are in all of our buses, they're called Cummins engines, and Cummins actually did some testing with this fuel. And what they found is that when using renewable diesel, the release of particulate matter dropped by 30 to 90%. To that end, biodiesel does present some challenges because of the way that it's produced. We do not foresee those same challenges coming with renewable diesel. It's 100% compatible with our engines. It's 100% compatible with diesel fuel. So there could be a scenario where you mix renewable and traditional diesel to help lower emissions, but also help lower cost because as seems to be the norm, as is typically the norm, new technology comes with higher cost. I'd like to offer one more open invitation to anyone in the Portland region who's less familiar with transit or totally unfamiliar with transit to give TriMet a try. There's a saying that's becoming increasingly popular in Portland right now. I first heard it from Commissioner Chloe Udaly. I don't know if she was the first one to say it, but it goes something like, if you're stuck in traffic and complaining about it, you're the traffic. You're part of the problem. Commissioner Udaly has been a huge supporter of transit and the city's effort to meet its climate goals. And we're working with her and the Portland Bureau of Transportation to make transit a much more attractive option across our region, especially more attractive than sitting in your car. We're working with the city and other jurisdictional partners on a number of initiatives to make our bus service faster and even more reliable. We feel there's no better incentive for transit use in the Portland area than for you to be sitting in traffic and seeing a bus pass by. So we are working with the city and other jurisdictional partners 
to actually make that a reality, one of the first major projects is on Southwest Madison between First and Fourth Avenues. There's a dedicated bus bike lane that wasn't there before. Some people assume that a traffic lane was removed in order for that to become reality. The fact of the matter is that the city removed parking for its own vehicles to create that new lane, and now our buses and cyclists have a clear and free approach to the Hawthorne Bridge and to other destinations. And, and improvements like that go way beyond Portland because people in the bus lines that pass through that corridor are going to places like Southeast Portland, Lentz, Gresham, and beyond. And we invite everyone to give us a try and see if it can work for them. TriMet is leading the way in innovative green transportation, and we're happy we can go along for the ride. See photos of the Excelsior electric buses and the wind turbines, and find helpful links on our blog, energyinfo.oregon.gov. Learn more about how to ride TriMet, the routes it serves, and its green transportation initiatives at trimet.org. Learn more about our work at oregon.gov energy. All episodes of Grounded are available on soundcloud.com slash oregonenergy. Subscribe to Grounded on your favorite podcast app, including Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. As always, thanks for listening to Grounded, a podcast by the Oregon Department of Energy.